This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Fusion X. Joining me today, we've got Zanidra and Rook. It's us, it's hello. us. Hello, hello. All right, so unfortunately, Alino got sick like last minute. He he sent us a message. He's like, I don't have a voice. And I said, that's unfortunate. So uh, <laughs> he is resting up right now, so he won't be with us. But uh, happy new year for me. I was I was out last week because, you know, things. Um, so we're back into the swing of things here. Uh, and of course, now Aldino's out. So it's like we still don't have the full band back together, but uh, we're doing, doing what we can. Um, so today, uh, we're going to read your questions uh, with our new segment here, Dear Aetherite Radio. Um, right before we get to that, we do have a few pieces of news. So, uh, next live letter, we've been waiting for this, uh, is going to be Thursday, February 6th at 3 a.m. Pacific Time. So, set your alarms, get your get your coffee ready, you're going to need it. Um, and that'll be about patch 5.2 Echoes of a Fallen Star, so look forward to that. Um... We also have Valentine's Day is going to be starting here pretty soon uh, on January 29th, and that'll run through February 17th, where you'll be able to vote for your favorite emissary of love, uh, Astrid, uh, Radigalt, or Bert. Every time I see Bert, like my mind immediately jumps to like, where's Ernie? Yeah. Where's oh. Ernie? Right? <laughs> Come on, Bert. I, uh, I had recently, like, I've, I've been working on Blue Mage with my static. Um, and I'd recently made an outfit that was like half black, half blue with that old like free company thing and the the caster gloves okay. that's one's white, one's black. And I was like, I wish there yeah. were pants that were different on both legs. Thank you. Here and now they you are. can. It's now it's really got it. it's interesting because like you have the depending on which which person you vote for, you get clothing like from them. But it's like the same exact kind of thing it dies the same it looks the same but it's still like a different item just because the default color is different so that's yeah that's it I was must be a, a system thing like with npc recognizing gear or something like that's the only thing yeah i, I was sort of surprised i i mean i guess you have whatever base color it is different as far as just the plain base color goes but when i was looking at it i like scoured the pictures three times and went no, that is just the exact same. No, yeah. it's the same outfit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so what are you voting for? Do you know? Or are oh, you going to win? Astrid. Astrid. I knew it. I knew it. I'm not. Just because everybody else is. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. When when this went up, uh, a lot of people on Twitter, there was a, a pretty good mix of, of who people were going to vote for. I was surprised. Um, but no, Astrid. Astrid for life. Come on now. Um, you'll also be able to get a chocolate fountain furniture item. Uh, from this event as I'm well. I'm in. So, yeah, done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is it uh, for news from Lodestone. Uh, as a reminder, we do have uh, PAX East coming up here uh, at the end of January, first week of, uh, of uh, March. Uh, nothing announced yet, um, but, I mean, they've done stuff in the past. Battle challenge, at least, I would think, right? So uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll have a few of us out there at PAX East as well. I'll be there. Rook is going to be there. And uh, Gahu as well will be out there. So, uh, yeah, if you're going, keep an eye out for us. All right. And that's going to take us into our segment here, Dear Eighth Rate Radio. So, uh, a couple of days ago, we asked you to submit your questions. Um, and we're going to answer them to the best of our abilities. So, we're just going to, let's just jump right into it here. 
Um, this first one here comes from uh, Miki. says, I've led many teams in my life, but nothing has been quite as stressful as a learning party for Savage content. From keeping engagement up when you're wiping over and over on the same fight for months, uh, to knowing when and how to remove someone who isn't taking feedback or improving, uh, not to mention the quirks of raiding in 14. Um, hot tail with surfer ticks comes to mind um, for someone new is wildly frustrating in itself. Do you have any advice for someone leading a team of new raiders into the world of savage content? Patience, 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 <laughs> maybe a little bit of patience. I feel like um, one of the most valuable things that I've learned as a raid leader over the years is um, <clears throat> everybody learns differently. Yes. And if you can figure out uh, how the people in your group learn, especially if they already know and you can straight up ask them, uh, you can pre-prepare things to, so that every person in the group is going to get it. Yeah. Um, there's one person in my group who uh, is very like overly visual. And I will go and make her specifically pictures. Be like, if it's a three-step thing, step one, step two, step three. And it does help everybody else, but it especially helps her. Yeah. Um, sometimes taking people to uh, like old arenas. I've I've been working on uh, Ultimate recently, the latest one, and uh, mm -hmm. the group that I'm with was having trouble with uh, their numbers in uh, Cruise Tracer when he's oh yeah he's he swipes one of you and and dodges that or dives at the other one. Uh, so we went into baby mode, um, Waterman guy, Pepsi Man. And because uh, it has the same floor, right? Yeah. Mm. So we were able to slowly, step by step, walk around that floor after we killed the Pepsi man and be like, you stand here at this spot, you look this direction, you press this button. And it helped everybody. So for me, I think the, the most important thing has been uh, figuring out how to get through people's uh, brain confusions so that they can understand mm -hmm. and really and I, and listening I to them. I think another really important part too, I mean, speaking from, from personal experience too, um, I was, you know, somebody on Twitter was like, we need somebody to raid with us. And I was like, I would raid, I guess I've never done it before. And then you realize all the things you've been doing wrong this entire time, right? Like, oh, my rotation maybe isn't as great as I thought it was. And so it's, it's really a lot of kind of nurturing and, and again, patience, right? Because you may have somebody doing a dungeon is different from raiding, right? It's, okay, maybe I'm just going to go and spam whatever AoEs. It doesn't matter. Things are dying. It's not a big deal. But with raids, uh, you know, especially now that we have, like, ultimate content, like, you need to be really down with, with your rotation. Um, and so having a really good understanding of all the jobs that are that your raid team is using is really going to help. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, lots of guides out there that you can find um, talking about rotations and stuff like that. Definitely worth, uh, you know, looking that up. Um, and again, visual stuff is is super helpful. Um, you know, I, I'm more of a visual guy myself because, you know, I could read something or, you know, even even some of like these rotations, right? They just like in like initial like every move. And I'm like, I have no idea what this says. This is like hieroglyphics to me. Like just <laughs> it's my job and I don't get it. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. So it's just, it's a lot of patience, it's a lot of knowledge, and it's, you know, I, I think it's one of those things, too, where um, if you have people on your team that do play multiple jobs, so maybe you have a monk and a dragoon, but the monk also plays dragoon, he could potentially help them out, or vice versa, or whatever. It's just communication and, and helping each other. Yeah. Um, not, 
not learn the job, but help fine tune their playing of it. I think, you know, it's because it's not like you don't know how to play the job. It's you just need to tweak a couple things here and there and and we'll be good and we'll you know have that little dps boost that we need or whatever so it's just it's a lot of patience and a lot of knowing everything which which is like sucks because (laughs) you know (laughs) along those lines uh don't be afraid to explain the why because for a lot of people uh you can you can tell people what they're supposed to do five thousand times over and if they don't understand why the mechanic works that way it's not gonna snap but if you can yeah yeah I would say sometimes you do have to realize that that why will be at a different place for everybody. And mm-hmm. some people may, you know, in their gameplay, it's funny fusion because you say like you have to learn, you know, not learn how to play your entire job. But in a sense, you almost do because the way that the jobs play in Savage content is different than like you pointed out in dungeons or in other types of content. So for somebody who's like not familiar at all coming into raiding in 14 it can be a really overwhelming and frustrating experience trying to go through this like over this pattern Mm. over and over and over i don't get it my class plays fine when i'm in a dungeon why can i not just do this thing why are we hitting dps checks but we just can't clear them why or in rages you know and it's tough and having coordinated a bunch of different parties and things now myself there are some times where as a raid lead I found like, oh man, I really feel like I failed my group. You know, like mm. I I didn't know how to approach this in a different way. And so we just never got over this hurdle. But the more time that I've like gone back and I've played with different groups and we've tried to figure things out, I think that especially in 14, my biggest piece of advice would be patience, like everybody was saying, but the communication of patience too. I mean, immediately from the start, explaining to your new players, this is how this kind of goes. Uh, we will probably have some hurdles we cannot, you know, clear easily. We're going to have to work on this for a long time. And a lot of times people, I think, if they're brand new to rating, underestimate that and they get frustrated, just like Miki said in her comment here. Like, they just don't know what that pace is going to be. And then they get frustrated and they leave or they, or they just don't want to do it anymore. Um, but if you kind of explain, and then I think if you use all of the things in the game to help build up an understanding, it can really help. And that can be everything from like mm-hmm. going into a, an arena and practicing just movements to even, you know, hey, maybe we cannot actually do savage rating right now. We've tried, there's some sort of specific hangup we cannot seem to get through with mm-hmm. this set. So maybe instead we go back to an older set and we just try to get through those with like the boost a little bit that, you know, gear and things might have for us. Maybe we go into extreme primals and we really just finesse that. And then we come into current content it's very much a process. It takes a long time and a lot of patience from everybody and just a lot of awareness and flexibility. You know, mm-hmm. how does everybody learn? How can I best help them if we're failing, especially as a raid lead? What what can I improve on? And then what like tricks can we sort of work through in other content to help support us eventually maybe returning to Savage or trying to tackle it again or doing a different tier? It's just, it's a lot of trial and error. You try to have fun, but it can get yeah. pretty yeah. intense. Yeah. So, uh, one thing, one thing uh, that I have also, whenever I, I hit a wall with my group where we're just not progressing, it's been like a week or two uh, where we'll hit the same point and maybe we'll squeak by, but we're not really like getting it. Uh, I also will go and talk to other raid leads and be like, what does your group do here? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're perhaps doing it entirely different or we're like missing one thing. 
uh, that it's not in a guide or something, you know? So don't be afraid to talk to other people. Uh, I found a lot of people get very uh, competitive. And so they don't want to talk to other groups that may be further along because yeah. they don't, they don't want to be like, I'm not as good as you. That's not important. Uh, the, the point is to do the content and have fun at the content. If you are not clearing past a certain point, it starts to make it not fun. So if, if that's, if that's you, maybe try swallowing your pride and, and talk to other people because other people, mm -hmm. honestly, other people love to give advice on this stuff. It's especially if they're having fun doing it. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, so, if, if anybody knows yeah. something, like, really well, like, who doesn't love to be like, oh, yeah, I totally yeah. know this. Like, I'll talk, you know, I can talk about it for hours. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, other people are a great resource. You can read all the guides in the world, but there's there's not going to be the same connection as when you talk to a person who can specifically explain things to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, one one point I wanted to go back on and hit real quick um, is the idea of, of, of learning your job. Right. Because we, we talked a little bit about that. And the reason I phrase it like that, I'm trying to give people a little bit of credit that they know the general rotation of their job. Right. But then you might need to tweak it a little bit because of phases or, or whatever. It's just that that little bit extra that overall is going to change a lot. So it's not that like nobody knows how to, you know, they're coming in and they're like, I've never played this job. Let's just hit buttons and see what happens. It's you know how to play the job. Right. And I think that's the other thing, too, is especially when dealing with frustrations, because everybody is going to learn differently. Everybody's going to take feedback differently. Um, and it's important, like, if, you know, if you're, I know this was about uh, leading a raid, but if you're joining a raid, you really need to try and put the ego aside just a little bit and be receptive to feedback. That's going to be hard for some people. Um, it's just, you know, you can always get better. Improvement should always be something that you're interested in, especially if you're raiding. Um if you're just, you know, doing your dailies and your, your roulette and stuff and you're getting through fine, okay, great. But if you're raiding, you really need to, to take a minute, look at what you're doing and say, is this going to be okay to, you know, enough to, to get into raiding? Or do I need to, to you know, do some do some uh, practice dummies, do some, uh, what what do they call it now? Skywind C or I, I forget. Oh, yeah, I yeah, always yeah, yeah. get that mixed up. Song. But Stonewind Sky. Stonewind Sky. What? Some kind fire of element dummy thing. Do do Everyone that, was right? Until the Fire Nation attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Do 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 that, and you know, see see how you do with that. Um. And and yeah. And I think here too, something that is kind of tucked into this question that is really difficult, especially with learning progression parties, right? The idea that somebody isn't doing enough. And how do you deal with that? And we see this all the time in, you know, party finders and pugs where one person decides, oh, we're being held back because of this person for whatever reason. Right. And we're just going to dogpile on them and boot them if they can't get better or things like that. But when you are in a group or leading a group that's specifically a learning progression group, I think it leaves you with this dilemma. Is it my ultimate goal to get every person in this group able to do savage rating no matter what like am i loyal to them or are we setting an expectation from the beginning with this that the goal is ultimately to clear this specific content so we will learn we will teach we will work but if we cannot for whatever reason seem to get to this place then our group needs to know that like there will have to be changes and and it's tough right and i think all you can ever do is try to determine what your mentality on that is going to be from the get-go and then communicate that to everybody. And as always, 
um, I think that it's massively important to ask people not only how they learn, but also how they prefer to receive or get critique and feedback. You know, um, you might have somebody in your party who like, if you DM them 50 times being like, well, you need to fix this and that and that and that. They are going to lose their mind, start yeah. sobbing, and then just never come to raid again, you know? Or you might have somebody that's like, in the moment, right there, I want you to tell me exactly what I did wrong. We need to go back over it. We need to record our raid so I can see what I did. Like, there's so many different ways that you can help people get that feedback. Mm -hmm. And you can take them into things. You can run, you know, parsing stuff with them. You can um, even, you know, direct people to, like, the balance and have them try to get feedback about what they're doing with their rotations. Like, there's so many tools. But you always have to establish with that person what they feel comfortable with, how they like receiving critique, and then... Yeah critique them in the way that they prefer and if you really do encounter somebody who just cannot seem to learn or you know you're hitting that in rage and it literally is just a matter of not having the dps that's when you then go back to whatever you set for your expectation for the group if we're trying to get everybody through this no matter what then maybe we need to tackle some different content and learn some basics if we are trying to clear the content as a priority then we may need to reevaluate who's in the team and be respectful and, and discuss with them, but try to set goals that can be reached. And if they aren't, have that conversation, yeah. you know? Um, it's just important to stay polite and kind and considerate, no matter what, no matter how frustrated you are. And uh, it's it's a tough line to walk. I think it's and, also uh, really important um, to... I was going to say on that, <laughs> on that same note, like you as a leader uh, hopefully can stay polite and kind and confident like rick has said mm -hmm. if the other person flips out at you that's on them just i'm i'm sorry that that it's come to this i'm sorry that i've upset you but this is how it is and and try not to let that affect you yeah it's, it's a, a lot it's of a getting job. to know yeah. everybody and and how everybody yeah, works and thinks and yeah and i think it's also important to um when making a new raid group or um, if you, you know, if somebody has to leave the group for whatever reason, you get a new person in, it's really important to set expectations and goals and say, okay, we're just, you know, we're just a group of people. We're just wanting to do savage. We know we're not like ultimate tier players. That's fine. But we want to get past this content that, you know, you could do that or you could be like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to get past Eden. And then I want to take this group into ultimate. Like there's, that's two very different kind of mentalities that you can have. And so it's really important to, to, to let people know where, you know, that kind of expectation is. And I think it's also important to note, too, that um, you're always going to have varying degrees of, um, like, DPS from players. Like, you may have one job that traditionally parses high, but maybe they are, you know, below average. But then you have another job that is parsing above average. Like, there's always going to be that kind of in-between where people make up for other people. And I think it's important to understand that as well. And it's, you know, like, again, it's not like the, the one person is, you know, holding everybody back maybe, but is there something that other people can do if we, you know, change what time we use abilities or is there, you know, is there some kind of way where as a unit we can kind of come together and, and make this work a little bit better. There's so many little things. Once you get to that kind of DPS and rage part, that you need to look at and you know where can we get that little bit of extra damage from there's so many little parts to kind of pick apart from everything and yeah. something you said actually uh 
made me think of uh, something else. Um, the <laughs> the fact that that sometimes you will have somebody who parses a little lower than they ought to, and then maybe you'll have that other person who's, uh, you know, just kicking ass and and sort of making up for them. If that lower person also has a really great attitude, depending on your group and and what your group yeah. wants. If that person has a really great attitude, they're really trying, they do all the mechanics correctly, they just can't necessarily get the flow of their rotation perfectly. If you're clearing, what's the matter? Finding somebody right. with a good attitude who's going to respond well to learning and, and your requests is almost just as important. In yeah. my having Having fun is, is ultimately what you want to look at, right? Like, yeah, you want to clear the stuff, but if you're getting frustrated about it, that's not going to be good for anybody because that doesn't take long for that to, you know, turn into an argument in the group and then multiple people leave and it's it, it, it can get bad real quick. Um, so it's just patience and, you know, find out how everybody likes their feedback and just, you know, have fun. And I think that actually what you just said totally made me think of something that I don't often consider with groups. But we talk a lot about, you know, I mean, just mechanically doing stuff, learning fights, getting rotations, perfecting that making sure you're equipped, you've got gear, food, pots, whatever you're using to try and up that, right? But especially with these kind of learning groups, it might also be really good to have a conversation at the beginning, asking every person in the group, like, what are your goals for this? Mm. You know, are you content and happy? Like, is everybody okay if like our first priority is getting together and having fun three times a week or whatever we're doing? Or is your goal to parse high? Is your goal to clear the whole tier and then work on ultimate? It's mm. interesting to me because it seems like whenever parties really explode and fall apart, it's usually because of a couple different things, right? Um, somebody who really aggressively like thinks like, we have to, you know, we're gonna do this. We have to get through this. We gotta clear it. I wanna get through everything. That's my top priority. And then maybe there's a few other people that are like, having fun is mine. And everybody's like arguing about it. And you know, <laughs> or it's that people aren't really communicating well between with each other. And there, you know, are these conflicts or, you know, critique is being received in a poor way or being given in a poor way. So I think that it's important to have Ooh. players that are on the same page who have the same goals. And, you know, if there's a way to bring everybody's goals together and then talk about that and be like, hey, well, if we're just here to have fun three times a week, let's work on what we can. But hey, let's also not worry too much if it takes us a while or if it is about, again, like that, let's clear it, let's get through it, we want to be through this faster, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, then, I mean, you can kind of gear more towards that and that'll also help set that expectation of, you know, here's the goals that we have and how we accomplish them. And if we're not making it in enough time, then we have to all be willing to evaluate and work on it and critique, mm -hmm. you know? You yeah. said uh, uh, something about being able to deliver the critique. Well, uh, that's yeah. something else. As a leader, just because you're the leader, you are not infallible. You yes. will make mistakes. Uh, so just be aware of that. Uh, and if somebody points it out to you, don't get offended just because you're <laughs> in charge. It's important to listen to everybody else too. Uh, yeah. I guess that that and the fact that if you're really wanting your group to do well, you will be doing more work than everyone else. Just accept yeah. that. Yeah, it's the truth. I mean, you're going to be doing so much as a raid lead and it can be really overwhelming. But it is important to remember that when it comes down to it, you're going to be that cornerstone for the group, right? So your skills have to be really finessed in a way that other people might not have to. and nothing is like more awkward 
more awkward than like coming into a group with a raid lead who is either like really disrespectful to everybody or is super scattered and never schedules things right or you know is mm -hmm. just all over the place or that person like you were saying that always is the first one to give critique to everybody else but will never acknowledge their own error or i mean there's all these things and um this isn't necessarily you know directly like feedback you know for miki who asked the question here but this is something that i think everybody can look out for especially as a raid lead how are your how are your players and, and the group you're working with responding to you? Do they seem as though they are positive and having a good time? Do they seem as though they are feeling good when they come out of raid, even if you have struggled to make progress? Like that's a really good marker for what you've been doing mm -hmm. well. And that is the top priority that as a leader, you are the one who is being more mature and more polite and more respectful than anybody else in your group because the group can't stay together if you don't foster an environment that actually brings everybody together. Yeah. And, you know, talking about that point, too, about, you know, coming out of a raid, if, you know, if you haven't prog progressed at all, I think it's also really important to, I mean, this is a global game, right? Obviously, you're on, a, you know, going to be playing on a data center, right? So everybody is more or less in the same time frame-ish. But, I mean, you know, in NA, right, we have like a three-hour difference between the West and the East Coast. So it's really important, I think, too, to figure out, you know, when you're going to meet and how long you're going to raid. Um, you know, is two hours okay? Is three hours, like, where, you know, where are people's priorities? When is it too long for people, right? Especially if you have one of those nights where you're just not getting anything, you know, progressed. Like, that can be terrible oh, right we definitely had a night where it was just like this isn't going anywhere you guys want to do something else yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody I mean, feels bad just go do something right, easy right i mean no no everybody's schedule i mean my my very first rate group this is dating me a little bit right turn five back in the day um is when i was still working graveyard and so you know we had the time came up i'm like all right i need to go to bed and i might get five hours of sleep if i'm lucky before work and they're like oh no stay a little bit more i'm like no, <laughs> like I and and that resulted like the the raid leader kept pushing. That resulted in a shouting match, and I just I left the the raid. I left the the team. I left the free company. It was a huge Ooh. blowout. Ooh. It sucked. So yeah, it's just be aware of you know responsibilities reality. that other people have and reality <laughs> and life and and the time that people have and be respectful of that time. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, and so. if, along those lines, go ahead. Oh, no, this is real fast. I was going to say that's a really good point because, I mean, you should never push a player to do something that they are uncomfortable with and you have to acknowledge that they have a real life, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's like that priorities discussion. If ultimate is coming out and we're going to do ultimate, great, is our team going to do ultimate 10 hours every single day until we clear <laughs> it? Or, like, is our team, you know, saying, hey, no, 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 I can't. Sorry. <laughs> I have a job and a spouse or, you know, pets like or a, a life. I love sleeping. I mean, those are things that you have to respect. And mm -hmm. knowing what time frame people have to run and just what their own natural sort of schedule is too right like if you get a group and half of your members you're like oh yeah the only time that we have is to run at night but half of your members like pass out on themselves every single night like because they're tired might want to take another look at that <laughs> yeah oh and it, you just have to pay attention to that and nobody yeah. should ever be made to feel like if they are there for the commitments of the raid that you have established right and this is huge 
because I, I also had a bad falling out when somebody was like, oh, yeah, well, we said that, you know, these numbers are great. But what I actually meant without ever communicating it was that we want everybody to be purple parsing and that if you're ever lower than a purple parse, you, you know, aren't pulling your weight in this group. And I was like, well, maybe you should have put that in the rules if that's what mattered to you, you know? And that's, that's okay. If that's what you want out of your group and the other people that join it are fine with that, then that's fine. Right. Yeah. But you have to be clear about that, definitely. Yes. If yeah. you have goals for that group, or if you have expectations that you stay late, if you need to stay late or things like that, you have to communicate it. You cannot play this game of, oh, well, if you cared, you would have just known that. And it's like, <laughs> it's like people have lives <laughs> and that has to be respected. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, in a specific situation where somebody does not show up to raid, does not say anything, is just not there. Uh, <laughs> try and try and not be angry at first, at least. Because, <laughs> because you don't you don't know, especially if it's the first time this is happening. You don't know mm -hmm. why they could have been in a car accident for all you know. Right. That's hopefully not their fault. And they could be in like the hospital or something. Right. So later on, you're going to feel like a jerk if you're like, oh, my God, so-and-so number three, that guy's a dick not showing up. Oh, wait, they're yeah. in the hospital. Now you're the dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. A little a little sympathy goes a long way. Like, so, yeah. I, I mean, I can remember same same rage quit Twintania group. Um, I like we were getting ready to go in and I was like messing. I had just gotten like a new keyboard. Right. And so you have the little like wrist thing that snaps into it. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to play without it for a little bit. See if that feels better. Well, I pulled it off and one of the, the clips broke and like cut my finger so i'm like i'll be right back i need to go get a band-aid and they're like what do you mean you need a band i'm like i cut my finger like what give me a minute damn like I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah yes. it's just mid pull little... my nose starts bleeding sorry i i'm not gonna stay <laughs> yeah a little a little bit of humanity goes a long way sometimes so so much and breaks you're an adult like don't be afraid <laughs> to take breaks or yeah. like zen said if there's a night where you really are not making progress or if there's a fight where you're really just you it's been months and you cannot get past this thing. Do literally anything else. <laughs> do literally anything else. Yeah. Like if it's more important to you that the group stays together, do anything else that will give you a break and take breaks during your sessions. Let people get up, get water, stretch. If people are really frustrated, give them a break, give them a change of pace. Um, it goes such a long way. And this goes for anybody too, who's like pugging or PFing. If there is a fight or a thing that Anytime you get into a group to do it, you automatically feel overwhelmed with just like negativity and frustration. And you're like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, just don't just don't do it for a while. Yeah. Do literally anything else that will make you happy in the game and give you goals that you can achieve. Morale because we just important. morale is hugely important. And nobody wants to be feeling bad about themselves or bad about the group or bad about other people. And at the end of the day, that's what matters more than anything that everybody comes out of it feeling like they've gotten something and that they had a good experience, however yeah. they want to quantify that. Have we answered the question? Are I think, I, th <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> also, was, Hot was... Tail with Server Ticks did suck and I did hate it. And that's all. Yeah, <laughs> that I mean, that's... Bit <laughs> That's important. And I mean, you know, sometimes I have a, a friend of mine lives on the East Coast. Sometimes he just gets crazy lag. And that's just how it is sometimes for him. And so it's, you know, it happens, right? Like it could happen at the worst possible time, but it, it does happen. So it's just, yeah, patience, 
humanity. There's memes about this stuff, but they exist because it, it does happen. Yeah, it's, it is a real thing. Yeah. So, uh, all right. That was the first question. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we helped you out, Miki. Thank you for writing in. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Um, all right. So this next one uh, comes from Cinnamon Farts. Who has Rumor the best that, name. <laughs> it's, it's a great name. Um is say, uh, why are we as a community so terrified of asking each other questions? I see a lot of people struggling with the same thing over and over again. Uh, usually it's something pretty simple that a question would fix in a jiffy, but no one ever seems to want to ask the question. I want to see everyone succeed, but I also don't want to be a butt-insky <laughs> and, and, and tell people what to do. So I find the lack of interrogate, uh, the lack of interrogative frustrating. Um, oh, I, I read that wrong. I didn't split that right. That's not from Cinnamon Farts at all. My bad. That's a... I put this You're outline next. in here, and I divided... Next, the, I split the questions, and I did it bad. Um, this one is from Arlen Sylvester of Coral. Um, it's... Yeah, I you know, I, I, I personally think it's that people don't want to acknowledge that they don't know something. They don't want to be embarrassed. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The best thing the best thing you can do to help with the situation, in my opinion, is to make sure that if you are in a situation where somebody does squeak out that question, you don't embarrass them. Right. Then they'll do it's, it again. They'll keep well, asking. It, you know, it's 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 if if somebody asks a question, right? There's that thing. There's no such thing as a dumb question, right? And it's yeah. it's important to if it is a question that maybe people should know, right? You know, not not a dumb question, but a dumb question, right? It's it's one of these things where give them an honest answer, but don't be a dick about it. Because if you are, they're not going to ask about anything else ever again. And then that that's going to be that person you're in a dungeon with. And you're like, why aren't you AOE in this giant pole? Well, you know, two years ago, I asked a question and this guy was a dick to me. And now I just don't ask questions anymore and whatever. Like, be nice to people, you know? There's somebody else lines. on the other like, end of that. Yeah, don't say, why aren't you AOEing this? Like, if you can, try and phrase it. Phrase it, it in a way that's not going to make this whole, like, it, argument thing kind of start, right? Like, yeah. it, it's like, it's like AOE the stuff. Excuse me, like you know, you don't pay my sub. Like I'll play how I want to. Like that. There's no way that's gonna end bad, you know, end well unless it's just a person. It's like, oh, look, sorry. Like, yeah, it's you yeah. Gotta be I nice had Halatali, Halatali hard yesterday, running roulettes, right? And this person, it's the smallest thing between uh, pulls. The bard was not using Peloton, and I was like, mm. hey, at this level, do you have Peloton? Super little like, thing, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't really sure. Because yeah. what, what even what level even is Halatali Hard? I think it's fifty, so they probably had Peloton. But just just to be sure, just to open it up in kind of a nice way, like, hey, is this the thing you have right now? Yeah, I have it. Would you mind using it between pulls so we can do a little swifty foot? Like, yeah. can maybe get away with even using a cute phrase. Depending so, on some on of these who you some are. of these players didn't have one yeah. time chess to worry about those, and yeah. they don't understand the need to. Well, cute phrases go a long way in softening the blow for something or emotes. Into, yeah. yeah, when we got into the dungeon, uh, the it was me and a tank. We queued up together, and then we had this this other bard, and then we had, the fourth person was like, "I don't want to do this," and left. And the, the other DPS, yeah, the other person was like, "Okay, oh, okay," and we're like, "No, we got this. We can do this with three people," and we did. We did just fine with three people. 
But no. it was taking a little bit longer. So it was like, can we have Peloton? Yeah. Let me ask in the nicest way. And they did it for the rest of the dungeon. They were like, yeah, I have it. Sure, no problem. It's already on my yeah. bar. I got this. Thanks, yeah. friend. And they were like, this is my first time here. I don't know what I'm doing. I love when people do that. This is my first time here. It's like, I got you. I will tell you what to do <laughs> as long as I remember. You know, it is. It's like, come on over. Let's go. let's take take a dungeon yeah. walk with me. Let's let's do this. Get on in here. I'm gonna give you the full tour. Yes. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's it's baffling to me that the people who oftentimes complain that people don't care and new players don't want any advice and they've got their own heads up their butts and all this stuff are oftentimes the people that have kept any new player from ever asking a question ever yeah and the <laughs> the idea of a new player approaching you about something and i have seen this happen over and over and over like a new player asks a question and then like three older players meme on them for like 15 minutes and i sit there like buddies they literally just asked you one question please stop making jokes at them they don't get what yeah. you're saying they don't even know what that ability is like and then they're sitting there going, okay, well, apparently I just missed something, but I'm also a big idiot because of the way that they're treating me. And I still don't even have an answer to my question. So like, yeah. there's that side of it where people assume that not having, it's funny, like they assume that not having knowledge about the game makes you an idiot, one, which it doesn't. It just means that you don't have that knowledge. Once yeah. you have that knowledge, you can use it. Um, but then it's also that people do just like you're pointing out give feedback in a way that can be incredibly aggressive and shut down the process of questions right how many mentors have you seen or, or people i mean there's great mentors out there but people who you get into a dungeon and rather than saying like what you did zen you know hey do you have this ability oh you know what it's actually super helpful if you could do that between like that is a little piece of info that you're giving them and you're opening up the form for more questions but how yeah. many times have you seen somebody go what is wrong with you? Why aren't you using your dots? Or like, what is you're just you're <laughs> such a dumbo. Please stop doing this thing that you're doing that's a big dumb thing. And like the person is standing there with a the sprout over their head in the low level gear, and you're like, wanna try again, buddy? Cause if you're like, gonna Like run into Sasha and you're like, why aren't they the best player ever? I don't if understand. You see that, if you see that, there's almost nothing better you can do than be like, dude, lay off. They're new. Yes. Just be like, and then that, person, that person's like, oh God, it's not just me. Oh, thank goodness, right? That person's yeah. like, ah, immediate it's relief a, for them. Immediate yeah. relief. It's a two-way street, right? As players, we can't be afraid of asking questions, whether you're new or a veteran. You have to just accept that learning information is a part of the process. But as other players, we have to facilitate an environment that prompts and encourages the asking of questions. And you can do that so many ways. In a dungeon, you know, you say like, hey, is anybody new or are these just alts? Like if you see sprouts or things, you're like, hey, if you need any help, let me know. Oh, I noticed like when you're doing this thing, like, could I maybe give you a little tip on that? Cause I was That's real bad at that. Like I was yeah. so bad at that when I started tanking myself. And sometimes if you take off that, like I'm a veteran, you're a newbie, I'm gonna lord this over you thing. And you just talk to somebody like they are a person you are running with, crazy yeah. idea and that you might want to help, people will start asking questions left and right. It's like a torrent. Yeah. A, a little bit of going. phrases right there is the, uh, yeah. would you mind some advice? Yeah. If they don't want advice, they will tell you. 
If they were afraid yeah. to ask questions, you just opened up the doors in a nice way. And and then you'll have the people that are offended that they, you know, they they think you, you know, like they need help or something. Like it, it's 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 unavoidable, right? At some point, even if you ask nicely, somebody's going to get get offended. But um, a little bit ago in the chat, uh, D Paladin D said lots of stories about this group fusion when I was talking about the bad experiences <laughs> I had. And that Another I, I want to use. Well, no. So I just I, I want to take that and reinforce the the idea of. A negative experience will stick with somebody, right? Um, positive experience could also, right, do that. Um, but that, you know, a negative experience, like asking that, you know, like how we started this, this, right? It's that idea of if you ask a question and you get a negative response, that's going to really stick with a player. And so it's really important just, you know, they're, they're a person just like you, right? They take feedback differently. Um, be nice you know, as nice as you can, if they take it negatively, you did, you know, you did the best you could. Um, if they are receptive to feedback, great, you know, talk to them and, and, you know, try and have a fun dungeon. But it's just, yeah, it's, you know, people, people are people, right? All these players are people, except for the ones with the weird names. Those are the RMTs. We don't talk about them. <laughs> we don't, we just uh, auto block them. And on the Those flip side people. of that, if if you have a bad experience because you tried to nicely offer advice and like Fusion said, they just didn't respond, don't let that dishearten you. Yeah. Uh, maybe you couldn't help that guy, but you'll help the next guy. So so don't let that sour your your initiative to put happiness and knowledge out right. into the world. And it's <laughs> it's important, I think, too. Like you're going to have negative experiences i hate to like tell you that it's going to happen it's unavoidable there are a lot of people that play this game but you're also going to have really good experiences and so if you have a bad experience don't you know stay on it too long right it's just it happened move on you'll find something else that'll be you know more enjoyable and, and stuff you know going forward so it's just you know have fun it if is you're playing this it game is a person go ahead sorry. yeah yeah, just focus on having fun. Like, that's, you know, any of these questions asking about how should I do stuff, well, you know, just have fun. Make sure you're having fun. Don't be a dick. Game. Have fun. Game. Done. Yes. That's, that's yeah. the answer to everybody else's question. We're done. Good show. <laughs> Moving on. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what I was going to say was, uh, yes, it is a person on the other side of, of that text or whatever, so keep that in mind that they have feelings and stuff, but yeah. uh, it is just one person in a sea of 5,000. So if you have a, a negative experience with them, more than 5,000. I don't know why I said 5,000. Uh, I'm that like, that's an odd number. Where did you yeah, get that yeah. one from? The 5,000 players, yeah. only people in the whole world playing yes. Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. We all know anyway, each other uh, by name. We're a small, yeah. we're a small group. We're a small little group. Going back to 1.0 again. <laughs> just, just, just missing a few million in that number. But that's, that's just okay. one person. And one bad attitude amongst a sea of much better ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question actually comes from Cinnamon Farts. Yeah. For, for, for real this time. I apologize about that. Um, as a new player who has just finished Stormblood and working into Shadowbringers, what is something uh, or what kind of advice would you give other new players just starting out in the game? Uh, also, what are things you wish to know, uh, you wish you knew when you started at 14? that you know now that you could pass on to people learning the game for the first time. All right, so we'll split this in half here. Something uh, or advice that you'd give other new players just starting out in the game. Um, we are pre 2.0 consolidation right now. <laughs> that storyline is long. 
it takes a while to get through. It's a lot of kind of BS quests and stuff. Like, you want to fight Titan? Great. Go, we, need, we need to have a banquet. So please spend, you know, a few <laughs> hours. <laughs> I Do you not like time. banquets? The banquet quest is the only quest in this entire the entire game that I actually I looked I looked at my husband and I was like, all right, I am sick of this. <laughs> it's like no other How quest. how how were you when you got to the, the Heavens Word Moogles? I mean, to be fair, I never finished the Moogles because when I got sick of that, I just stopped because it wasn't actually main story. Well, I mean I guess I guess there is that There's leg main that story. you do in the main yeah. story, right? Um, but at least there, it was kind of fun, and I was really curious about the zone, and the okay. Moogles were delightful. The Moogle Beast Tribe quests I got into, and I was like, nah, I'm good. So someday I'll go back and do those, but yeah, those the took banquet forever. quest was rough. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's yeah, it's just, there's, you know, it is an MMO. It is an RPG. It is a game designed to take time. Um, but I think... You know, the the benefit that we do have is that the man at the helm, Mr. Naoki Yoshida, acknowledges that, you know, his kind of philosophy, right, is people will come when there's new content, they'll play that for a little bit, they'll get bored, and then they'll go play another game, and that's fine. So, the idea of, you know, it'll take a little bit of time, there's some stuff for people that want to stick around to, to grind on, right? Um but you know, if if you are working on anything in the game, take a break. It's okay. You know, go play go play something else. There's lots of games coming out. Um or, you know, find something else in game to do to take away from, you know, if you're trying to like grind out like a relic weapon or get a clear on, you know, an extreme primal or something. There's lots of other stuff that you can do. So uh go ahead and uh oh you have some issues in the chat there. I tried to I tried to post the, <laughs> wah, the link for <laughs> Oh, we haven't we haven't modded you yet on here since you jeez. We're just a little got, behind on I posted yeah, we need to... I posted a terrible link in the chat and oh, now no. How dare you? Question submission, so. How dare you? Let me um let's see here. Where's the button? There should be a button somewhere. I don't see the button. I mean, it's, it's not okay. showing up on this UI. We'll, we'll figure that out later. Post, if one of you wants to post the link, we just had a question oh my, about where can I submit questions. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we haven't modded <laughs> you yet. Copy. I got paste. it. Okay. All right, there we go. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, we need to change that part of our onboarding process for hosts. Please mod them on Twitch. Whoops. Um, I don't even. What was I even saying? Um. <laughs> I've yeah, there, there's 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 lots of stuff to do. If you get bored with something, or if you feel like you're grinding on something, go do something else. Level a crafter, level a gatherer. Uh, you know, play around with blue mage. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many different things that you can do. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yay! Right there, Look at that. Right see how line. we br see how we brought that yeah. back around. <laughs> uh -huh. And but honestly, don't be afraid to ask questions. There are plenty of people who are like, yeah, I love to answer questions. I want you to be a great player. Yeah, let's have fun. Oh my god. Um, yeah, and if so if you that. are starting too um something i i always you know if i see people um on on twitter that i you know people i know they're like oh i'm gonna get into this game um on our wiki um you'll see the link pop up in the in the chat if you're joining us live um we do have a page uh it's a guide for progression in each expansion that will just give you the whole thing of like all right these are the quests these are the features or you know 
dungeons or trials that you can unlock while you're going through it you know it's really helpful to just get kind of an idea of what you know you need to do and what you'll do as you're going through the the msqs for everything so um if you're a new player or um you know somebody that's you know getting into the game find that progression guide send it over to them give them an idea you know of, of what they're going to be in for um and what they can get um and it's yeah i've i've I always link that to people. It's really helpful for, for new players getting into this stuff. And he's not just saying that because it's on our website. It's actually very helpful. <laughs> it's super helpful. Uh, and the rest of the wiki is very helpful. If you're stuck someplace, uh, look up literally anything around you and figure out what's going on. Yeah, you'll have a lot of people. And I mean, you see this all over the internet, right? But people who will say like, oh, well, just Google it or wiki it, right? Um, but it is so helpful. It's so helpful. And especially in 14, just try really hard, and this is what I tell a lot of people, not to get super overwhelmed, right? There's a lot of story to work through. There's a lot of side content. I mean, you're going to be going through stuff, and then there's going to be this thing that pops up for the gold saucer, and you're like, I just don't even know what that is. What Am I supposed to do that right now? You're going to see raids come up. You're going to see all these different things that you unlock over the course of the game. And I hear a lot from new players, like, I'm so overwhelmed right now, I just don't even feel like I would be able to get this game, whatever that means, right? And it's important to remember that there's a lot of stuff to do, but you don't have to do it all at once. And if something... There's, there's up, some stuff you, know, you don't even have to do at all. Ever. You don't ever have yeah. to do it, right? So let that main quest, that main story quest, be your guide. And a lot of times I will tell people, like, hey, if it's your first time through... I know you're going to unlock Palace of the Dead and you're going to want to grind it for like three weeks because that's what I did. And then you're going to sit there and go, is this all that Final Fantasy is? It's not. I promise. <laughs> like, focus that main story quest. Let it guide you through. Usually I tell people, get one character up to max level. The quest itself will kind of facilitate that. Um, and explore all the other stuff at your own pace. Don't rush it. Don't feel like I have to get caught up to whatever end game is. They do a really nice job of just rolling you into it. And whenever you get to the point ready for endgame, you're going to be able to get geared. You're going to be able to do that stuff if that's what you want to do. And with that, don't be afraid. Like if your friends or other players are saying to you, hey, let me know if you want me to come tag along for quests and stuff. Don't be afraid to say, yes, come with me. It will be more fun. <laughs> because not <laughs> to mention... The player base loves it. Like they, we love going back and seeing other people experience the story. So if you're feeling lonely, don't feel like you are being a burden by letting other people come and help you because this game really does have a community that loves to do that. And nothing is worse than seeing people get overwhelmed, out, distracted, unsure, not have someplace to ask questions and not have anybody to play with. So don't be afraid of any of that. It's so worth it to, to reach out mm -hmm. and just play at your own pace and have fun. There yeah. are certain I mean, dungeons where if you get them in like roulette and you're helping a new person, like every help, every time I'm helping a new person through vaults, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. I, 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 I've, I've had that a, a couple times this year where I see friends that are like getting back into it and they're like getting into Heaven's Word. They're like, I really like this harsh font character. And I'm just like, I cannot wait for like the tweet now, right? Like, oh my God. You know, it's just like, you're just sitting there or... You know, vice. You know, on the other end, you have Shadowbringers. Like, oh, I can't wait till they get to Amarat, right? It's just that, like, <laughs> I get so excited seeing people get through the game and you know get into to certain parts. Like, oh my gosh. Um, the other half of that question: um, What are things you uh, you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Any 
like little little tips or I think I think for me um and this is kind of it went when the game first came well when a realm reborn came out right totally different client for 1.0 um our what did they micro menu was like three uh like rows high there were, there were a lot of little buttons and stuff in there and then they simplified it down to like just one row of buttons um play around with the ui there's a lot of really cool stuff you can do with your hot bars um like i have mine i click on one and it brings up just a whole bunch of another hot bar on the side with all the different jobs that i use i can click on that change jobs right there instead of going into the character menu and you know going through that way um it's just there's a lot of stuff you can do with ui now i mean and it's just you can really personalize it to to make it exactly how you want and exactly the way that lets you you know play optimally right without trying to sound like some elitist asshole um it's just you know it, you know maybe you don't want the map over here you want the map over here like there's so many things you can do um and yeah definitely definitely take some time and look at that there's a lot of creative things that people have done with with their ui and and using yeah. macros and stuff off of that i mean just as like a little note on the end that goes for like literally everything on the ui because this took me a really long time to find <clears> out too and i wish i'd known it from the start but like if you, I mean, anything, colorblind modes, like there's all sorts of different stuff that mm -hmm. are that's in the game that you can use. Or even if you find that like your debuffs are hard for you to see on an enemy and you're playing like Bard or you're playing Summoner or something, you can literally change the size of those them debuffs bigger. and make them big and stick them in the middle of your screen. So uh, if you find that that's tough, you can alter it. And the same goes for controller versus keyboard. If you are somebody who's like, well, I could only play this on PC, but I don't think I could do all the keybinds, whether for mobility issues or just for your own comfort, right? You can just like plug a controller in and the game is optimized for that. So there's a lot of flexibility mm -hmm. and it is truly cross-platform. So it's it's honestly like it's great and flexible and you can adjust so many things. Yeah, I mean, other games have adopted the the control scheme for, for 14. That's how well it was implemented. So um yeah, it's just, just, there's so many things. <laughs> exactly. I was like, how did you pick one so quickly? I have no idea. There's so many things. There really, there oh. really is. And, you know, kind of mixing that with, uh, you know, progression and, and kind of taking your time. Take your time with everything. Like, this game will be around for a while. Like, it's not going anywhere. You know, it's not like, oh, the servers are shutting down next month or anything. Um you know, take your time. Enjoy this. If if you're a story person, not everybody is. Enjoy the story. It, it is. If you're not a story person, I would encourage you to enjoy the story or try to enjoy the story. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, no need uh, to rush through anything. It's just very you know. specific thing I thought of. Okay. This is somebody. This is somebody. Uh, something somebody else taught me. Uh, maybe like a year or two ago. You know that recommendations tab that everybody's like, go away. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I have it set up on a little hotkey um, and I have it set to hunts because when you enter a zone, yes. it tells you what your hunts are. So you don't have to keep flipping through the bills being like, what you do know, I it's, have in it's, the zone? It's, it's funny because I, when we were reading this question, I was like, you know, there was this really great one I saw on Twitter. I think Mary retweeted it like a month or so ago. And I don't remember what it is, 
That's what it was. It? <laughs> it wasn't him that told me either. <laughs> okay, I think I think it was him, but yeah, it, that's it's a great. I mean, it might have been, but I didn't. That's I didn't a really yeah, good one. And that's yeah. that's another thing. And I know I, I think we have something a little later on. I don't know if we'll get to it today or not. Uh, we do have a, a lot of questions to go through. Um, but with leveling, right? Something I wish I knew now. Hunts kind of came a little bit later after launch, but if you're yeah. working on leveling stuff, do not underestimate the XP that you get from hunts. Hunting it can green. really give you quite Especially a bit of, of have yeah. limited time. Like, yes. if like, you have limited time, or and you're and you're or or if you're you know you're in a queue for a dungeon mm-hmm. that's just not coming up, go do yes, hunts. Yes, yes. Go hunts do hunts or uh, beast tribes that are close to your level. Um, I mean, like obviously the most current mm-hmm. beast tribes will give you you know a good hunk of experience. But I mean, yeah. even if you're leveling something that's like around fifty. And you go and you do like the 50 beast tribe quests. Like you can go and just turn those over while you wait on queues, and it gives you a yeah. lot of XP. Um, I, I, on that note, too, real quick, I would also encourage people not to level exclusively via beast tribe quests. Yeah, <laughs> don't. No, um, are gonna be your best friend. But. Well, it's 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 that you know it's it's that idea of like how did you get this this job to your level? Like you have no idea what you're doing. You know. Play for a variety of content on that class to get a feel for the different types of content you'll play on that class. But, you know, like I've been doing Dancer a little bit, which is weird because I was like totally eh on Dancer. But, you know, I log in, I go, okay, well, I'm done with all the, the Pixie Tribe Beast quests. I might as well use it for XP. So I just take my Dancer over to Ill Meg and I've, you know, I'm only a couple levels away from Cap now. So, Dancer with yeah. 80. I figure I have the gear already for my machinist. Might as well level something else that can use it. I, I, I can't do that with my Dragoon's gear, so. <laughs> something else that uh, I kind of wish I'd known is, I mean, all of these are so great. And Zen, like Zen said, there's a lot of little things hidden that can be really great, whether it's your hunt logs or it's challenge logs and like Eureka. So if you kind of go through those tabs that you have, the logs, the hunts, all those sorts of things, that can be really, really good. But um, in addition to that, I wish that I had realized as a new player coming into the game, because there is so much story and there's so much stuff, it's not really until you're pretty far down the road that you kind of realize what the formula is of the game, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So where you're going like, okay, so I'm in the first leg of the game. I'm going to do all my main quests. I'm going to get whatever class I want up to level. Now I'm in the end game of A Realm Reborn. So what does that mean? How do I get gear? What do I do? You know, like there's all these questions that kind of happen, but there is very much a formula that over time they have kind of established, right? So typically you're going to have sort of your main story hub, uh, which will be sort of like an ARR, your home state, your home city. Um, And then you're going to have some kind of like end game city hub, right? So like Mordona or um, gosh, I remember Mordona. Yeah, like there are going to be these sort of big cities that will have hubs of information, quests, bonus dungeons, hard dungeons, um, all those things that you kind of want. And when you first get through ARR, you don't really know that. So you kind of get to the end and then you're like, oh, I guess I'll get that. Okay, what's this thing? I guess I'll get those. Oh, did I miss? I don't have that. Well, how do I find? Like, and it gets really confusing. So if you kind of look for that pattern, right? Where you're like, okay, so here's this city that I know is probably going to be my hub. Okay, now I'm at endgame. So I'm going to look for this other city. What quests are here? How are they marked? Where can I get them? Are they for dungeons? Those sorts of things. Um, and the vendors that are specifically for the gear in those areas. Um, it repeats through everything. So the exact same thing is going to happen in Heavensward. The exact same thing is going to happen in Stormblood, where you have these central hubs, and you will always kind of go back and forth between them. And it's a nice, tidy way of not feeling like 
I don't even know where I get everything, so I'm not gonna even try to unlock it, you know? Um, you can usually start in those major locations and then like repeat the cycle as you go through in your new hubs. Um, and if you ever get like confused or lost, again, things like Gamer Escape, uh, things like any- I was gonna say, this This sounds like just another big advertisement for the progression guide. <laughs> no, but I mean, all of those will give you a really good idea. Like you can look up a list of, okay, well, I finished all my regular dungeons. Am I missing any? What are the dungeons in Stormblood? What are the hard dungeons? You can look those up and then get them all. And it's great to just do that as you go through because then you're going to unlock those roulettes. You're going to unlock all of that stuff. You're going to do the raids. You're going to get great story. Um, and it's not going to feel like down the road you're going to have this stuff that you don't even remember that you don't even know where to get from you know, yeah. way earlier on. Uh, you said vendors. Uh, that's another thing that I'd like to add to the list of, of stuff for new people. A lot of stuff comes from vendors. Anything, not anything, but a lot of stuff you can buy off the market yeah. board. You can find at a vendor for cheaper. Yeah. People go to those vendors, buy those things, and sell them on the market board for more to make money. There's nothing wrong with that. However, no. if you want to be smart and savvy with your gill, look those things up. Uh, yeah. the, lots of the, the pieces of gear actually have on them now that they can be purchased from a vendor. You don't even have to look it up online. If you want to know where from, you might have to look it up online. But yeah. you can just look at the piece of gear and it says, this is from a vendor. So you don't yeah. waste your money. Especially as a new player, you probably don't have money to be wasted. If, if you are you know, if you have to, to squeeze every gill, right? And you're yeah. out in the market bar and you're like, I need pants. And it's like, those are expensive <laughs> pants. Go on to the wiki. You can search by item level, find you know the the job, the class, the the range of pants you need, and maybe you'll find one at a vendor for cheaper. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. And you can do that for leveling alts too, right? So like rather mm -hmm. than oh uh, my gear's kind of you know outdated, I guess I'll just go to the market board and buy whatever's on there that's closest to me. Just like go if you're like between fifty and sixty, go to Heavensward where you would have gotten levels fifty and sixty. Go to Ishgard. Go up to the vendor. And they have little tabs that are just like gear for 50 to 51, gear for, you know, and yeah, you they've can just go gotten really them. good with with making that kind of gear available, especially, you know, if you're if you're like working on leveling alts or something too. like go to like. So we talked a little bit about how, you know, there's like your different hubs and stuff. So as you go through the expansions, the levels of stuff is going to change. Right. So you're in Mordona. That's going to be your 50 cap as you go into like Heavensward areas. That's going to be 60. You know, Rogers Reach, Kugane, 70. So there's that kind of progression with the levels there. If you are, you know, jumping in, you're like, all right, I need like level 60 gear for something. Head on over to like Idleshire or go into, uh, you know, Ishgard. You might, there might be some NPCs there that can give you some gear for, for a little cheaper. Um, or just, you know, run the dungeons, right? Try and get some gear that way and then get XP, XP while you're doing it. Yeah, and that's that's a really good point too. I actually have been leveling in alt recently, and uh, going from one expansion to the next. Uh, if you if you don't have your gear towards the cap, you're not going to be able to do things like fates, which are actually pretty good XP too. Yeah, uh, that fate will eat you alive. So <laughs> yeah, gear, gear can be really weird too. Um, yes, don't be afraid to just get some off a vendor. If my right now, I think so. My my dancer, right? I'm I'm like seventy eight. Right, the cap is eighty. I'm at seventy eight. I'm still using most of the gear I think I got from the end of Stormblood. I level seventy stuff because it's upgraded, and you can use it for a while. Yeah. The and, stuff you, know, you get from it, dungeons, uh, it's level sixty three or sixty five is around the same as that fully upgraded gear. That it you it have. takes it takes a little while to to get up to that point. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, obviously, like 
I've been trying to upgrade it, right, a little bit, but in a couple levels, and I'm mostly doing pixie quests or, like, alliance roulettes anyway, right? Once I get the cap, I'll be fine, but, I mean, keep in mind to, you know, keep your gear updated a little bit, but if if Weapon you are... Special. Weapons if especially, but... Weapon. Yeah, if, you know, if, if you are at a point where you, um, you know, you get to that kind of endgame hub for one of the expansions... It's not a terrible idea to invest in that gear and try and get the upgrade stuff because that'll last you for a pretty good chunk of time. So, yeah. And like like Fusion said, it depends on how you're leveling. If you're doing your fifty yeah. quests, if you're doing hunts, if you're doing Palace of the Dead, I guess Heaven on High at that point. Uh, yeah. You don't really need to worry about your gear that much. Yeah. But uh, especially but, but, if you're going to hit you know. be like goodbye forever, job. I'll see you in an expansion. Right. Right. Yeah. I guess exactly. the last well, probably one of the last things that would come to mind for me is that. There's a lot of like technical stuff about actually going through the game, but there's this whole other side to Final Fantasy, which is just the community. <laughs> and the community is awesome. Like there are some really amazing groups and some really cool things that go on in Final Fantasy 14. And sometimes I do come in, I come across new players who are saying like, I'm having a really hard time finding my place here. I'm having a really hard time finding anybody to play with. None of my friends play or all my friends left. Um, or I don't really like the data center that I'm on or whatever it is, right? And it's important to remember that just like getting to know a game is kind of a, a process that takes time and energy and questions and all that stuff, getting invested in the community is also something that just takes a little bit of trial and error, right? So as you sort of get more into the game and you figure out what you want to do in the game, you can figure out how you want to sort of expand that into the social sphere if you want to, right? If you're a big raider, you might want to make sure that you're on a data center where there's a lot of active raiding. Um, if you're somebody who's looking for more of a social connection, don't underestimate places like Crystal, where even though there is a lot of RP, that oftentimes means that there's a lot of people who really, really want to do stuff and do activities and talk and create bonds and have fun together because that's kind of what goes hand in hand with that. So, I mean, don't be afraid. Try out FCs. If one really isn't working for you, leave it. Go to a different one. Um, make sure that if you are in an FC and you're looking for social connections, that you also reach out to the people there, right? Try to join for runs. Try to talk to people. Try to say hello. Don't get too discouraged if, you know, it takes a little bit of trial and error to find a place that you really like and people that you really enjoy playing with. Because um, the worst thing ever is, like, somebody gets into an FC and they just say, I didn't feel really great about this. I don't think I like the game. I don't like the server I'm on. And then they just stop playing. When there could be some really cool stuff, even groups that might take your interest them into something you didn't even expect. You know, we've got people who do a lot of D&D stuff. We've got people who, gosh, are doing fully staged productions of Shakespeare. Like, there's so much stuff out there, including raiders and all sorts of things that you can get involved in and find kind of an outlet for yourself socially and creatively. It's really, it's really cool. It's really neat. Did we do it? I think Is we that did. all our advice for the, new characters? The, the three seconds of silence tells me it's time to move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, this next question here. Uh, very new to the game, and my wife is wanting to start playing as well. She's never played anything like an MMO uh, and picked Paladin as her first class. I'm trying to decide what class to roll with her so we can go through the story uh, at the same place. Uh, what would you suggest? My first thought was Conjurer and a White Mage to be her healer, but I've already done the beginning of that story. I'll, I'll redo it if it's the best option. I'm trying to decide um, if uh, maybe DPS to help her down mobs faster uh, until I can lock another healer. Um, so what would be good to complement a new tank? Uh, and then advice for players who are new to the game and MMORPGs. Oof, they are in, 
your your wife is in for some fun. Um, it's going to be overwhelming. I, th- I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, you know, again, we're gonna just go back. It's lots of lots of patience, lots of learning. You know, don't rush through anything. I think uh, complimenting a tank. I th- I do think a healer would probably be the best way to go. With that, is what my my gut would would say. Um, if you, you know, want I, healer. I, Say if you want healer and DPS, you can go for Arcanist and get a Scholar Summoner up. But if you're not yeah. super keen on that playstyle, then yeah, I'd say probably Conjurer is solid. That's what I went through with my husband on. He did Paladin. I did I did Conjurer. And it was honestly a blast. And you never have to worry about mm-hmm. any cues literally ever. Yeah. And because you're always two anchor points in the group as the tank and the healer, if you get your own flow, usually you can really yeah. like have a good control over whatever you're in and, and feel pretty confident about it. I think it's it's also important to uh they mentioned that there's they're new to the game. Um you can always choose a different class on that same character as well. If you are, you know, doing a tank or you do any healer and you just it's not for you, try a DPS, try, you know, something else. Um and you can still always go back and, you know, if you wanna keep leveling that. So yeah, I mean it's just I'm it's gonna... really Get, you got to get a feel for for what you want to play and what you're you have the most fun for, especially if you're newer to an MMO. Um, there's a lot of just kind of like MMO things, right? To to kind of get a feel for. Um, obviously, a lot of that stuff is kind of borrowed from from more traditional RPGs. Um, but it's just yeah, it's it's gonna take time to to kind of find that that little niche that you know you enjoy. So um, if if she's healing, uh, I would recommend. Or I'm sorry, if, if she's tanking, I would recommend a healer. Um, but you can always change that as well. If if she doesn't like tanking, um, or if you don't like healing, you know, somewhere down the line, you can always just, you know, swap to a different job and, and level that and see if, how you like that one. And I mean, so if gonna... you... Oh, no, Zen, you go. Okay, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo these guys um, saying that healer is probably the best way to go, especially if you're especially uh, comfortable with healing. If you are maybe not as confident in healing, I'm going to say it doesn't matter what you pick. Um, especially if you guys are going to be leveling together several jobs for an extended mm-hmm. period of time. Uh, what a friend of mine and I do is we'll arrange it so that he's always a tanker healer when I am a DPS and I am always a tanker healer when he's a DPS. To, like Rook said, keep those cues coming faster. Yes. So uh, something you may want to consider uh, if you're not as comfortable with conjurer um, because for Tanka's first job, your wife is probably going to want a conjurer that is pretty solid, if not just very attentive. So if you feel that that's you do it. Uh, if you're not sure that that's you, it, it doesn't, I don't think it necessarily matters what you pick. Uh, the thing you'll maybe want to concentrate on at that point is who's going to be popping them cues the fastest. Yeah. yeah so just just to, to explain you know. explain that a little bit too, since since they are a little bit newer to the game. So when you have your your cues for dungeons, mm. um, typically the most in demand jobs are going to be healers or tanks. So if you have a, a a party of two, right? So if you could be on whatever, and they can be on the other person can be a healer or a tank, your cues are going to go a lot faster. You'll get into the dungeons faster. You'll be able to get on with with your time in the game a little quicker and get that experience faster instead of just sitting there waiting for that timer. Yeah. And hoping There's that the three lists, show up. right? There's the tank yep. list, the white mage list, and the DPS list. And there yep. are less players that tank, play tank and healers, so you will be higher up on that list most times than the DPS that joins. But if yeah. you're 
number one and your DPS is 56, it doesn't matter because that tank's going in first and bringing that DPS with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what we were talking about with the Summoner Scholar thing, right? So Arcanist being the starting class, that is kind of weird. It's the only shared class in the game. So it has one core class, which is Arcanist. And off of Arcanist, you have both Scholar, which is a shield healer, and Summoner, which is a like pet dot caster, right? Um, and if you level that one, like maybe you want to be a healer for her in dungeons, but when you're out kind of doing quests in the world, you want to have more DPS. As long as you have those two geared, they will level simultaneously. So you could just like swap over to summoner and just do some summoner or swap over to scholar for a Q. Um, they share some abilities, but they do have their own like unique kits. So you'll kind of be learning two classes at the same time and working through them, but that would give you some flexibility. Um, from my own personal experience, I mean, like everybody was saying and Zen was saying, if you enjoy healing and it is something you feel comfortable with, I think it's super fun to play as the tank heal combo. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be real. And, and I think even if you're those, not comfortable yeah. healing too, just real quick, don't let that discourage you from trying to learn it either, right? Yeah, you'll get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if you're not sure if, you know, you can be that attentive conjurer like, like Zen was saying... You never know till you try either. So you know, yeah. If you if you're new to the game, take some time and you know see see if it's if if things are clicking. Yeah. If they're not, look and at you know the side, jobs and it's, yeah. it's nice to be paired with that tank who's not going to be like, why aren't you healing me correctly, right? Exactly. It's, it's your wife. She's going to be like, oh no, he messed up. Let's do it again. Whatever. Or yeah. or or she'll go, why didn't you heal me? You're on the couch tonight. I mean, you never know. <laughs> I mean, it's super fun. Like. When I first got into MMOs, my husband and I played tank and healer. And that wasn't, I don't know, it's so funny when people are like, oh yeah, well the guy's always a tank. And I'm like, more power to your wife for picking Paladin. Like, heck yes, do it. <laughs> but like, it was one of those things where I think those two classes work in tandem together, right? Yeah. A lot of the pace of each, like both of those roles in an instance or a dungeon, they work almost in tandem because the tank's going to take big damage and the healer's going to respond to it. You're going to prep and learn encounters together. And it was so fun to do that with my husband because we got to really like dive into the instances in a way and we're sitting right next to each other, right? So like we can literally be talking to each other where he's like, <laughs> oh, a tank buster's coming up. And I'm like, what button do I push for that again? You know, like, it, was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to do that. Or, you know, when I finally got confident enough, this is years ago now, but like when I finally got confident enough to play where I could be like, yeah, no, nah, I got you. No, nah, I'm gonna heal your butt so good through this. Oh man, you just wait, <laughs> you just wait. You're never gonna want another healer with you ever again. Like it's super fun. And I think that's kind of a unique relationship between those two that might be really enjoyable to do with your wife. Um, you know, it, it just might be, maybe not, but for us it really was, so. Yeah, um, as far as, <laughs> advice for new players uh, to the game and MMORPGs. Again, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record. That progression guide on the, <laughs> on the wiki. Definitely check it out. Um, and and again, it's you know, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions either, right? If you're in a group with you know some people running a dungeon and you're not sure what you should be doing, feel free to ask a question. Yep. I mean, I feel like previous one we covered a lot of this, uh, yeah. but. There are a million guides. There's a whole bunch of information out there. There's a lot of stuff to see. And I mean, even here on the podcast, right? Um, people are always welcome to write in and we try to answer or do, you know, fun things like this. So yeah. there's a lot yeah. of good resources and, um, you know, don't be afraid to make use of them. It doesn't mean that 
you you don't know anything or even if you're a veteran that it you know you're somehow not like informed about the game it just mm -hmm. means that you're interested in learning more and that can be a big help even if you know you might have more experience than your wife it might be a big help to both go into it with that that challenge of let's learn something together and feel like we're both going through this yeah and like i said before too i mean coming into if, if you're new to both final fantasy 14 and mmos um, there's going to be a point where, you know, you, maybe you look at an ability list or something and you see all the different spells a paladin gets and it, it, at some point will be overwhelming. Don't let it be as you level stuff slowly becomes unlocked. You slowly get used to having more abilities. It, it does get better with, with, you know, looking at, you know, if you're watching somebody stream and you're like, they have like a thousand different buttons to press. It will make sense over time. You just have to casually, you know, level up, go through it. Um, and, you know, especially to, um, you know, you can play this game with a keyboard and mouse. You can play it with a controller. Um, you, you know, you could get, uh, you know, an MMO mouse or, you know, there's different types of, you know, keyboards and, and controllers that you can use. Um, experiment a little bit. If one doesn't feel quite right, try something else. Uh, it's, you know, especially if you're new, um, there's going to be a lot of experimentation with, um, you know, the UI, your control setup, the job you want to play. There's going to be a lot that, you know, if you if you decide you want to stick with the game, there's a lot that you can play around with to make it more comfortable and enjoyable. So just, you know, have a little patience. And if, if you know, you're enjoying the game with what you've done so far, you know, stick with it. We believe in you. Yes. See you at you Endgame. You can do it. Woo! <laughs> I'm excited. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, first off, I want to wish you all a good evening, streamers. Good Thank evening. You. It's noon for us, but maybe you'll be seeing this at night, so good evening. Um, I personally it play counts. as... Afternoon counts as evening. Afternoon counts totally. as evening? Totally, totally. Wouldn't you just say good afternoon? Um, I'm just joking. That's just a oh. joke. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> um... <laughs> I personally play Monk as my main class. It was a class that I started with, the class that I take into Endgame today. In an attempt to gain empathy with my fellow raiders, I try to branch out into other classes to understand their struggles, but they feel so slow in comparison. What can I do to make the leveling of other classes more enjoyable? So we talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, Beast Tribe quests, um, you can do roulettes. Um, keep an eye out on... Um, Alliance uh, raids in particular usually have uh, there's that um, adventure needed need. role, yeah. yeah, adventure need thing um, where you can sometimes get get bonuses. Um, if you're doing DPS, usually Alliance raids adventure in need from what I've seen on Aether Data Center is DPS often, so that's a good option. Um, dungeons will also you know frequently have healer and tank as well, uh, so just you know that's something to, to consider. Um, Let's see, we said Beast Tribe Quest. Um, Palace of the Dead, Heaven on High. Um, you know, you can always, uh, you know, switch classes as well. You know, you don't necessarily need to pick one and then finish that one. If you want to mix it up, you know, start leveling one. If you get a little bored, switch to another. Um, and if you do that kind of really repetitive content, you can always put Netflix or a podcast on. I mean... <laughs> It's one of those things where, I mean, leveling, yeah. it just, it takes time. And um, 
I mean, one of the big things that a lot of people don't always know, but I mean, you probably have this effect already because you leveled Monk and it's your main, right? But there's that armory bonus. So if anybody's looking to level, get at least one class as high as you can. And then you're going to get like a proportional boost to experience gain for any other classes that you level, yeah. right? So if you have one level at 80, uh, one class at 80, you get the highest boost right now for all those other classes. So after you've done that, I mean, yeah, it really does just kind of come down to this system of, you know, okay, well, I'm going to do my roulette. I'm going to do run that beast tribes. I'm going to maybe do hunts. Um, and yeah. you kind of go system and some of it is just going to be kind of grindy so whatever you can do to make that process more fun um do your roulettes every morning with some of your fc mates we do that i've been leveling stuff trying to get the amaro mount and it's way more fun like you're talking with everybody mm. you're goofing everyone's drinking coffee or at night you know um do do some netflix listen to a podcast if it's something really grindy um they also sure... sometimes sorry good Oh, I was going to say, they, they run sales sometimes on the level skips. So, like, if there are classes oh. you feel comfortable on, what? <laughs> what? No, 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 not a judgment. Just like, oh, oh yeah, that, <laughs> that is, it is like, an option. Good. It is it, it is an option. Zen's and like, and, no, and, and uh, it, well, in your no, defense, no, no, no. you you, you uh, didn't quickly well, follow up with, you know, um, if you're comfortable <laughs> on that class. So that's, that's yeah, like, you know. If you're comfortable no, it with that, role, it was right? it was like, like, oh, that is definitely a way to get to eighty quickly. Yes, that was the oh. It wasn't a judgment. I'm sorry. <laughs> like now that Zen has judged me and I feel unsafe. Uh, in this no. Space. no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, look, let's be real. If you've played Monk, you probably have a general idea of how melee DPS works, right? So leveling those other classes from scratch, even though they will have different things, is gonna be is you you know you got it right. So sometimes getting those level skips can be great, especially if you already kind of know that class or you're familiar with MMOs. They just finished up a big sale on them, and I picked up a few myself, I'm not going to lie, because I only have so many hours. And getting classes yeah. from 70 to 80 is a lot faster than doing 1 to 80, you know? So there's that if you can. Um, but really, I mean, yeah, it just comes down to, like, give some sort of cycle um goals objectives taking a break from it if you get sick of doing the leveling thing don't just do it for like yeah. two months and then burn yourself out um and shake it up the content you're doing don't forget your fc buff that gives you extra experience mm -hmm. uh yes. your earring if you possibly have that um food gives i think three percent xp so just like pile that stuff on so that you're getting as much xp and in there as uh possible. in chat says the sale ends on the 29th so nice there you mm -hmm. go. Um, yeah, there's also, um, depending yeah. on um, if you've gotten, like, the collector's edition of expansions, they'll come with an earring that'll give you an XP boost. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure to, you know, don't forget about that. But yeah, it's... I, I remember leveling... Is... The first, like, five seasons of Game of Thrones got me through a lot of my crafting and gathering <laughs> back in the day. Like, I would just have it on and just, you know, sit there, hit my crafting macros while I'm watching, you know, Jon Snow over here. But... Um, yeah, I mean, mix it up. Don't be afraid to be, you know, don't feel like you're committed to, to finishing something in one go or, you know, mix it up, try a different job or level something else. And yeah, something good to know yeah. about those accessories is that they apply to any classes that fall within that level bracket. So like, uh, oh, is it the brand new ring? I, mm -hmm. Does it, it doesn't give you an experience boost past 30, I want to say, or somewhere around there. Yeah. But that means that any class, literally any class that you pick up that you're starting mm -hmm. at one on, if you equip that brand new ring on them up until you hit level 30 on that class, you get that experience boost. 
Uh, same with like Friendship Circlet and some of the other things. So I know I didn't pick up on that when I was first playing because I was like, oh, well, I already have one class to 80, so these items are useless to me. Um, but mm. if you put them on those low class characters, that helps. And then this one's a little bit more unconventional. <laughs> I'm over here with the Terrorbosses. Get level skips. Transfer servers to a preferred world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that That's a very significant yeah. boost. You're not wrong. That is um, a good yeah. boost on that uh, preferred world. And, and I know people, I haven't done it myself, but if you really are trying, like if you're trying to get all your classes to 80, um, and you're not, you know, involved in a whole bunch of crazy social stuff on whatever world you're on, you can, it costs money, but you can transfer your character to a preferred world and get that significant experience boost and power level a whole bunch of stuff. And then either transfer back or, you know, stay there, maybe find an FC. Um, so I know people who do that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Saigai over here in chat uh, adds to that, that if you go into a dungeon that sinks you down to that level, that piece of equipment will still work because you are synced down to that level. So that's yeah. good to note. Yeah. If you end up so, at something lower level. Even if your character is like technically level 40, but you get queued into a level 25 18, dungeon or yeah. 18, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can put that brand new ring on still because you're technically under 30 and you still get an experience boost, which is kind of bonkers. And I'm surprised they didn't <laughs> catch that. <laughs> Shh, don't say that. Uh, one thing I did want to add, um, if, if you uh, are playing Monk as your main, uh, you may or may not be one of those people who is like, I really want to be as good as I can be at this class. Maybe if you uh, take that same approach with the uh, jobs that you're leveling, instead of just being like, and I'm doing this other thing, hitting the buttons that I think are correct, head on over to balance and maybe check out the actual end game uh, rotation so that you can get as close to that as possible as you're leveling up. If, if that's the sort of like min-max type thing that you uh, yeah. as a player enjoy, that might make your experience leveling up other jobs uh, more fun. Granted, uh, you're not going to be able to get that whole rotation in there because you won't have all the abilities all the way up to 80, but you could maybe get some sort of similar thing going on and, and I guess train yourself so that when you do yeah, the change, that's... you're like, I know exactly what I'm doing. That's may or may not thing. be something leveling... that actually interests you though. Yeah, after I mean, after getting you know, uh, with any expansion, right? You you get one job to the new cap, and then everything after that is like, it's just a level grind, and then I'll worry about the gear and the rotation after that, right? It's for some for some people, um, you know, it's like I'm leveling dancer, and I have an idea of what I'm doing, but once I get it to eighty, once I have all that gear on, then I I'll take a look at the rotation and make sure that it's good, which may be a bad idea right it might you know i don't be, think it well, matters either it way it can, it can depend on the on the person right like yeah. for you know you might have like developed habits right and then like <laughs> the, the the actual like in game yeah. rotation you're like oh that's that's not at all what i always do Ooh, okay how, i'm supposed to hold on to how many feathers oh okay exactly that was uh, the example i was gonna give like right. as you're leveling up you just fire those off it doesn't matter oh yeah 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 so <laughs> Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, every... go ahead. <laughs> I was say I do see here in the chat. I was gonna say real fast. Um, it does look like I had done this, so I didn't actually totally know. You have to create a character on a preferred server to get that road to seventy. So if you're not too far into the game, you could create a character on one of those preferred servers and get ah. a big boost to all the levels. But if you transfer, it may not apply. So double check that in case yeah. that was not hundred percent. 
Um, all right. Um, next Good question. Good luck having fun. I hope, yeah. I hope something works for you. I don't want you to not have fun as you're leveling. Yeah. Remember to have yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, this one comes from uh, Square Lukester. Uh, says, if Yoshi P successfully gets his dream crossover with World of Warcraft, which World of Warcraft antagonist would you love to battle at Final Fantasy fourteen? I am disqualified from this question. I don't play Warcraft either. Oh, I totally got this! I only played Warcraft it's all, it's all, for one it's all year, you. It's all... But I got this! I got this! Um... This is really, we're going to do so good at this because I can't remember the name of it. So this, <laughs> this is going to oh, kill, no. we're gonna kill I could just fire off an Kel'Thuzad. Is that a bad guy? Ooh, that sounds like a bad guy. No, mine would definitely be, okay, there's an old raid. And if somebody in the chat guesses before me, please feel free. There's an old raid that is, it's like the ancients and, um, it's, there's like a star dome in it and all of these like ancient, um, like the the giants, like the titans almost, and it's super mysterious, and there's all this cool stuff in it. I loved that one. So, I mean, I only play Uldum. Uldum. That's what okay. it is. Or I was going to say Molten Core. That's the only one I know of. I don't... It's so cool. <laughs> um, I just think it's gorgeous, and I, I only played WoW for like a year, but that raid wing still has stuck with me. Like, I went through it. Um, and I went through it with Bebop and we just did it ourselves because, you know, you're so OP at a certain point that you can just run through the whole thing. And Ulduar, Ulduar, sorry. And it's gorgeous. Uh, I love the designs. I love the bosses. It's so beautiful. And even though it's probably not one of the most iconic villains in the franchise, I would love to see it in Final Fantasy. I, I think, think I think so if cool. they did a crossover, I think they would they would go a little less specific and they would just have you fight like a giant murloc and you'd get like a murloc minion at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, see that. That's that's what we'd get. We'd get rawr. My, my husband played WoW for years and years and years. So I know some of the words. I don't know who they are. Apparently Kel'Thuzad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was the founder of the cult of the damned so that's a bad guy hmm. yeah yeah he sounds like he would um, he would be in charge of a cult of the damned that's... i'd yeah. also go for rude Iceman, the lich king <laughs> the lich Arthur? King. i'd go for Jeez. rude rude ice man <laughs> i'd also go for the... is that the title you get after you fight that 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 trial no, rude but it's Iceman? the title of the episode now Oh, no. I, like I assign nicknames <laughs> to everything. This happens all the time too on my stream, where I'm like, you know, that one guy whose nose was really big, and everybody kept making fun of him for his backpack, and everyone's Rude like, right. <laughs> okay, so I the Lich King, Rude Iceman. I would also do the Pandaria raid because that one was beautiful, even though I wasn't totally sold at first on Pandaland, which is kind of weird because Kung Fu Panda is one of my favorite animated films, but uh, I would do that one because that one's also really beautiful. Um, Gosh, there's just so many. A rude woman who was an elf who became a mermaid. <laughs> who comes back. Are they all rude? <laughs> most, believe it or not, most of the villains are rude, yes, in World of Warcraft. <laughs> so, yes, um, mermaid woman. <laughs> Sylvanas is the name I recognize. I really, I really want to just sit down at the next fan fest and just give Rook a bunch of blank Cards Against Humanity cards. And... <laughs> And just see what happens. Yes. They're all so good, though. Um, I mean, I there are a lot of iconic, iconic villains yeah. in World of Warcraft. And I one think... of the things that I do love about World of Warcraft are the raids and a lot of those villains. Because even if I didn't play it that long, I mean, the fact that 
years years later now i still remember a lot of these i remember the fights like i remember the lich king mm -hmm. fight and you're trading off that debuff and like there were a lot of interesting things that i i did really enjoy from those and i think it'd be fun to see those two come together i think they'd have to be careful doing anything too specific though i mean you look at some of the other collaborations we've had um you know with like monster hunters like all right here's like the the palico that like everybody has here's the dragon that like everybody will see you know and even if you don't play monster hunter you still i think you can still have an idea of like oh i kind of know what that is um like all this other stuff we're talking about and like i'm like i don't know any of these things but it's like a murloc i know what a murloc is you know and it's like that's easy enough to do right oh there was a, a, a crate and it was full of murlocs and now you got to go get the murlocs and now here's a murloc minion and there's the collaboration as long as it makes <laughs> the noise i'm in yes murloc go. would be good and then WoW could get a Moogle, and we could kind of swap them. Or maybe a Namazu. Namazu would be fun. Oh, that Dude. makes sense, too, because they're both little watery dudes. They're both little watery dudes. There you go. That's that's it. That's waiting. the collab. Like, I would love it if we got a big one fight. Like, if you've done the Namazu quests, and you know about the oh, big yeah. one. <laughs> like, I would be so happy if at some point they did that. And if they go. did that in WoW, I'd probably resub and go play it, so... <laughs> There you go. Just to get that's, that. That's how these collabs work. That's <laughs> that's what it's for. So sorry we uh, didn't answer your question that well, but I didn't play well uh, very much. I played 11. Sorry. I feel like I did a pretty good job. I, I mean, Rude Iceman is a few. Rude the best Iceman, answer. old ancient titans in a star observatory lady who was an evil elf who turned into a mermaid i feel like all of these were iconic. it's it's weird because as soon as zen's like we're gonna name this rude iceman the only thing that i can think of is like somebody that submitted a question is like i wonder if they read mine and they pull it up and like the title is rude iceman they're like i hope i'm not the rude iceman <laughs> i thought my question was worded kindly i don't want to be a rude iceman no, no. Uh, so i think here's here's what we're gonna do we are about halfway through right now. We're at about an hour and a half. We'll do one more, and then we'll get to the rest of these next week. Um, Thanks, and then everybody the week after, who wrote in. Uh, so and then the week, week after that will be Live Letter. So, yeah. Uh, our last question is, what is the best way to recruit players into your FC on a populated server? Shouts and uh, Party Finder. Uh, Reddit also, probably. A lot of people do Reddit. Uh, it kind of depends on what your your FC is for. Yeah, don't don't use... Uh, what are, I don't even remember the name of them anymore because they, they sucked so much. What were those things they added that we don't like? Fellowships. I, fellowships? Yeah, don't use fellowships. Whatever you do, don't use fellowships. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even I mean, remember it anymore. Like it's that's how terrible. bad they are. The, the fellowships are awful because nobody can search for you. I mean, I guess you could use it as a tool if, like, if people know and would like a request, they can try to find you. But even yeah. knowing that, I mean, Zen and I went round and round and round, just tr me trying to find the listing and just even join the fellowship. <laughs> like it was never yeah, ending. Don't even rough. Don't even worry I about it. I still don't think yeah. you managed to find it, right? I didn't. No, I yeah. never did. So I'll never be a part of the Gamer Escape Fellowship. As, as, like, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, there's only one fellowship, and it's of the ring. So, I, um... There's so many. Not rage quit. I will not rage quit Ultimate, yeah. but I rage quit Fellowships. Oh, I, yes. <laughs> that's fair. Done. 
That's fair. No, but when it comes to this, I think the big no-no for me, and this might have even come from that one year that I played WoW, is please don't message people 700 times trying to, like, any players you mm -hmm. see that aren't in a fellowship, don't tell them or whisper them and be like, hey, join my fellowship. Hey, what's up? Or sorry, hey, join my free company. company. Free company. <laughs> the fellowships are haunting me. Um, don't, mm. like, come join my free company. Come join my no. free company. Because it's it's uncomfortable, <laughs> and they'll probably I think just block you. A, so. a lot of what I see people do is they'll do shouts in the the hub cities, um, mm -hmm. and it it depends on what kind of free company it is as well. Like if you're looking for like hardcore in game raiders, the three starting city states probably aren't the best place to do that because you're gonna get newer players, um, or maybe you want newer players. Then yeah, do those those first three uh, mm -hmm. cities, but it's there's really not a great like this is one of those things that and, and um, without trying to hate on fellowships again more right one of the things that we did talk about is how the social systems in 14 are disjointed when they should be just one big like really good thing instead of like something you know of multiple different little things and one of the things that Final Fantasy XI does really well that fourteen does not have is an NPC where you can be like, I'm looking for people for my link shell, right? That's what we have in, in, in eleven. It's not well, you don't have like a free company, you can just have a bunch of link shells. You can give a vendor link pearls, and people looking for a group can go to that NPC and look at all the different shells that are Actually, looking for I didn't people know that. and pick one. Yeah. It, they've had it for years, and I think it's fantastic, especially if you're coming back into the game and you log in, you're yeah. like, oh, I don't have anybody in my link shell anymore. Go to this NPC, and you can find another group. Um, I don't know why 14 doesn't have that. Like, that seems... It's one of those, like, seems really obvious to have that. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, the answer shouting is there is, is no good way. Yeah, there is I... no good way. Um, I see people shouting. Um, Reddit might... is a big one. The official forums... Typically, yeah. like, static or there, there are recruitment, I think, uh, forums or subreddit or something. Mm -hmm. We used to have one back in the day when we had forums. Remember when we had forums? Look at um, yeah. So good. Yeah, the yeah, important I mean, thing use those. is to not be annoying with it. Um, don't yeah. send tells to directly to people. Um, if you're going to do, like, a shout for it, do it like once every you know 10 minutes or something right it don't be like every every minute you're like hitting that button just it's <laughs> people are gonna like blacklist you because it's annoying yeah. um just be friendly it about it if you, you know a party finder or not mm -hmm. a party finder uh, like if you're in a in a roulette and if especially okay. if you're looking for new people and you come across some sprouts you're like hey uh, i had a lot of fun with you guys you're really good players are you looking yeah. for an fc yeah, I mean, really, people, it's funny because this is such an amorphous sort of thing, right? So, I mean, you have to figure mm -hmm. out, yes, what your FC is sort of geared towards. So, like we were saying, if you're all about helping new players, there is a field. There are fields of sprouts out there that you can go. Pluck them. See. Go cook them. No, you can, like, go pluck, to pluck. the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go cook those sprouts and make yourself Rook, Rook invites you to Hansel and <laughs> Gretel FC. <laughs> Come into my house, children. We have three buffs and we'll feed them to you. There's a chair in the fireplace. It's, it's not practical, but it looks funny if you sit in it. 
Um, My no, goodness. Please don't cook the sprouts, but uh, give me one second. I've got some sirens go by. <laughs> uh, I think she's just job. dodging it now. After after I all this, she's like, I just want to get away from... I'm not actually trying no. to, to cook I people. A, I swear I have a helpful thing not about being a Do crazy it. witch in the woods. So, <laughs> for new players, um, if you're looking to recruit new players, and new players are going to be a big source of people that are looking for a free company, they're looking to get connected, but they're going to be inexperienced. So you want to make sure you have resources for them, right? Um, but one of the best ways to get connected is just take like a stack of food with you go to a major city hub, look for sprouts, and then go up and say, hey, here's some food to help you level. If you pop this, you'll get a buff. Um, I hope you have a really great time in Eorzea. Like, is this your first time playing? Just talk to them. Um, see if they need any help. Uh, offer them a little something. Or if you've got a mil like a bajillion gill, because- uh, This has sounded a little bit too much like a stranger in a van offering me candy. No, I, don't know. I mean, it still sounds like the lady in the woods offering Listen. candy to come into their house. Come, this come join the dark helpful. side. We have cookies. No, a helpful right. lady in it the woods. Helpful. She's a kind, helpful lady in the She's woods. She's not going to eat you. She's promise. not going to eat you, I promise. She's um, she's out of barbecue sauce. She can't. She just, she needs the flavor. She doesn't have it. You're fine. Like, you're safe. If you're a mentor, um, you can with that. Like, say, has has anybody given you an invite to the novice network? That sort of thing, right? And um, I actually have had a lot of new players who really feel welcomed by that, and they don't know about the food buffs, or they, you know, you give them a little gill mm -hmm. and they start things off, and you just chat with them. Um, you can do that easily, and the same goes for like if you are maybe not geared towards you know, sprouts or newcomers. Um, if you're looking for like raid statics, those sorts of things, usually people go to like Reddit and stuff like that. But if you're just looking for like a social guild or maybe you're doing RP events, people will always be drawn to people who seem to be having fun. That sounds very silly, but it's the truth. So like if you That's are looking accurate. to recruit, yeah, if you're looking to recruit more people, Put together some events with everybody that's in your FC, even if there's only five of you. Make sure that everybody's got their FC tags visible and all that good stuff. And then go out, do hunts, go out, do an RP event somewhere public. Laugh, joke, have a good time. Um, the amount of people that I've had request to join an FC after seeing a group of people from the FC who seem to be having fun is pretty high, honestly. Um, and the same goes for like if you're a streamer or things like that, showcasing your community and what makes it special can make people want to come join. Um, but just make sure you know like what you're looking for and that the people you're bringing in, you're providing something to, right? Whether that's if we're a rating, like a rating FC, we have raids that we run these days of the week. You can sign up for them here or, you know, whatever it is. Um, because then people will stay and not just join. And you really want to have that retention and things for your community to bond over and have a good time through. And I think who is uh, updated the uh, items that give extra XP. I guess there's seven of them. And the list on, on Gamerscape has been updated. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. So there you go. Make sure to, to check that out. Um, so we're going we're gonna to call it right there. Um, we still do have, that's like half of, of the questions that we had. Um, so we are going to cover the rest of those next week. Um, sorry if we didn't get to yours today. Um, uh, I, the first one took like 30 minutes. I was not expecting that at all. Um, but that's good. To say, man. That's good. Right. Um, so we'll definitely, uh, be going through the rest of them. Uh, next week, week after that, we'll be talking about the, uh, live letter. Um, maybe the week after that, we'll be talking about the patch. We don't, you know, it's, it's coming up here pretty, pretty soon here, mid-February. So, um, 
keep an eye out for all that stuff. Um, we'll see you guys here next week. If you want, you can email us, 8thRateRadio at GamerEscape.com. Send us any questions or comments. You can tweet at us at 8th Rate Radio. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at uh, GamerEscape and 8th Rate Radio, and then Facebook uh, as GamerEscape and Discord. Come and join our uh, Discord channel here at uh, discord.gg slash GamerEscape. Thank you so much. Thank you for to, to Zen and Rook for joining us today. Sorry that Aldino uh, is under the weather. Hopefully he'll be back here next week with us. Um, and until then, uh, we'll see you guys here next week. Bye.